Welcome back to the Armor Men's Health Hour with Dr. Mystery and Donna Lee. Welcome to the Armor Men's Health Hour. This is Donna Lee, and Dr. Mystery has stepped away so that we could bring in a very special partner of ours, one of our very own pelvic floor physical therapists, Dr. Kendall Leip. Thank you, Dr. Leip, for joining us. Thanks, Donna. Um, I thought we'd start off with, for the new listeners who forget that we have you amazing pelvic floor physical therapists, of course, what you do, um, I think men are really questioning pelvic floor physical therapy because they probably think this is more of a female thing. Um, but before I get into that, let me remind you, you can reach out to us during the week at 512-238-0762. You can send your questions, especially if you have a question for Dr. Leip or Dr. Roden about pelvic floor physical therapy to armormenshealth at gmail.com. Our website where you can see their beautiful smiling faces is armormenshealth.com. And this show is put on the air by NAU Urology Specialists. That's our our home brand, if you will. And we're located in Round Rock, North Austin, South Austin, and Dripping Springs, Texas. Dr. Leip, I thought we'd talk a little bit about pelvic floor physical therapy again for the guys. A lot of maybe, let's talk about what you see a lot of for men. I know you treat a ton of women too, but because the KLBJ listeners are typically men, let's start with that discussion. What are you seeing in the last couple of weeks in your clinic? Last couple of weeks. So I've seen quite a bit of testicular pain and that can be testicular pain with sitting, with cycling, with stressful times. You can get some scarring if someone's had an injury. I will see a lot of erectile dysfunction and premature ejaculation. So different sexual dysfunction, pain with ejaculation. Those are actually very tied with the muscles. So a few sessions of that and tends to make a really big and permanent difference for men. Incontinence, whether that's after a prostatectomy, it can be common or some men will have a sort of dribble or incontinence after urination. Um, and that often is also caused by pelvic floor tension and incoordination, low back pain and pelvic pain, post hernia, mesh, I've been working with one patient con- consistently on that recently. So, it sounds really painful and awful. <laughs> yeah, sometimes, you know, it was an old surgery and you can just get scar tissue from any sort of abdominal surgery like that that can go right. and cause slowly over time the scars just creep down and they can adhere to the bladder or to those pelvic floor muscles and they can cause all sorts of problems. Oh my gosh. Um, well, I never think about until I started with this company five years ago, I didn't connect pelvic floor physical therapy with men. I don't, I, I assume that's a misconception on a lot of people's parts. Huge. But. And I think the biggest problem is men don't talk about it. You know, with women, right. oh, I, I went to the pelvic floor PT and it helped me with this and just a few visits, but men aren't going to talk about that with each other. So they just don't know. Right. But I would say it's equally effective for men as women. And for sure. I've seen your patient population and it's probably a little bit more men. Mm-hmm. On certain weeks, because most of our uh, patient population is probably what sixty percent male. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we see a ton of women. So I know you're seeing lots of women too. But Dr. Mystery and I in the past have discussed this discussion of female ejaculation. Mm-hmm. So I thought this would be an interesting concept for the guys because just in hearing stories, especially working in urology, there are patients who claim they're having female ejaculation. So Dr. Mystery's take when we did a podcast about this was, well, it depends on who you ask. And, <laughs> and he made a funny comment at the end that, you know, if you're trying to impress somebody and that's what they're into, I guess you could just fake it and pee really hard. So <coughs> you I told you about that and you were like, no. <laughs> you it is not just <laughs> sexual incontinence and squirting, yes, are very different things. Right. Okay. Well, let's talk about it because I know that there's probably a lot of guys who have questions about it. Is there a difference between squirting and female ejaculation? Yes, actually, there is. And they're um, from different 
parts of the anatomy? Yes, and that is kind of a new definition. They're trying to distinguish the two. Many women, not all, have something called skein glands and will produce, uh, they have little small ones throughout the vaginal tissue, and it can actually produce a sort of milky, cloudy liquid with a little bit of PSA, prostate-specific antigen, which is, you know, something you always hear about men to mark prostate, but it can also be released during orgasm or before or after orgasm for women and create a little bit of a, a thicker, yeah, liquid like in it. there. Oh, okay. I've Whereas, never heard this before. And they're called what? Skein glands? Skein glands. So some women have them and some don't. Correct. Some people with vaginas, yes. Well, why? How, how do you determine? Well, like, is there a test that you can do? <laughs> like skein Honestly, test? Yeah. that I have no idea about. <laughs> and it doesn't matter functionally whether you do or not. And oftentimes, very, very often, female ejaculation and squirting, which squirting would be from the skein glands, Mm-hmm. theoretically and female ejaculation is going to be the spontaneous release of urine along with that same substance they often often come hand in hand but mm-hmm. very often can also be separated and can happen slightly before orgasm and so yes the female ejaculation that has mm-hmm. been shown recently in a lot of research to actually be some a small spontaneous emptying of the bladder along with that so it does technically have some urine in it wow Okay, I'm trying to wrap my head around this whole discussion. So I need to have you and Dr. Mystery in a room together. We should talk about that in the future because that would be an interesting discussion. So it's not a faking. So some women actually can produce this and it's a real thing. It is a real thing. Yes. Okay. But also I think one of the biggest myths with it is it is not a direct correlate with sexual pleasure. And so I think there's it's become you know, a kink or something that's desired by people to show, oh, it was a really good orgasm. And while there might be... Um, a little bit of correlation. It certainly isn't causation there. Um, Different types of orgasm can lead to different levels of squirting. Some women will squirt once in their life and some women will squirt every single time. Um, So it does change. There's a slightly more, um, if you have a true G-spot orgasm, Mm -hmm. you are a little bit more likely to have a squirting orgasm. Um, But Do you want to explain to men listening where the G-spot is? I think that's an important discussion. (laughs) Yes, gladly. (laughs) Because they don't know. No, no, no. I think most men tend to go uh, way too far in. So, or most partners, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, so, when when having sex with someone with a vagina, if you're trying to find the G spot, um, it is just if you uh, have your index finger, you're gonna go into the vag- vaginal opening to only about your second knuckle, maybe between your second knuckle and the base of your finger. Mm-hmm. Depends a little bit person to person. Mm-hmm. You go in, and you're gonna want to curl your finger forward almost like you're curling it back up toward the belly button mm-hmm. or toward the pubic bone mm-hmm. um, and almost like a curling stroking gesture some women prefer almost like a twisting but yeah it's not very far in and if you touch it when it's unstimulated it will actually make your partner f- often feel like they have to pee and that's because it's very close to the urethra it's kind oh. of around the urethra they the most common uh, belief is that it's little glands right along the urethra that cause that pleasure sensation for women so you should probably have a little foreplay before you are starting to find the G-spot so she doesn't have that sensation of wanting to tingle. Yeah, correct? no, it's not even pleasurable if you touch the G-spot one. Does it hurt? Yeah, it's not the most comfortable. No. Oh. Yeah. So you're asking um, all these questions and Michael at home is like, wait a minute, you're just proving I don't know where your G-spot is. Um, okay, let's continue this discussion because I know all the men out there are listening very <laughs> carefully right now. So if you're in there and you're you're wiggling it or you're fondling the Mm g-spot that's where a woman can also have an orgasm from that specific sensation yes exactly and so it can lead to a a different sensation and a different type of contraction in the muscles during orgasm that feels different um 
So, and it can come with a clitoral orgasm, like at the same time or with an internal orgasm, but it can also be its own separate thing. Um, Typically as the person that's receiving one important thing that can allow that to happen, because some women will tell me, um, no, I've never experienced that. Um, I'm not sure how to do that. And one thing that often contributes to that is if their pelvic floor is really tight mm-hmm. it's almost impossible for the partner to access not not oh. very well and a lot of us are used to just clenching 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 the pelvic floor as we get closer to a clitoral orgasm that's a little more normal mm-hmm. but for a g-spot orgasm you also you actually want to bulge almost like you're gently trying to have a bowel movement or just push just the littlest bit relaxing the pelvic floor down into your partner's finger and that can actually help right towards the end with increasing that sense of stimulation mm-hmm. and helping to have that different type of, um, of orgasm. Now with your patient population, not just at our clinic, but wherever, um, do you cancel both the man and the woman sometimes or the partners together <laughs> or just that patient? And, and that patient has to rely on the information you gave and go home and try to practice. No, I definitely, definitely counsel both. Sometimes I say, yeah, if you want to and you're comfortable, bring your partner in and we'll have a good talk about it or I'll send them home with directions that they can tell their partner, tell them. Try it on yourself to figure it out, and then you can show your partner. Uh, one other thing I wanted to add on the G-spot, if you're attempting to stimulate it for pleasure purposes, mm-hmm. if you're in there and you're curling forward, one thing a lot of um, a lot of people say will help with that is if the other hand can come onto the abdomen and kind of apply a counter pressure. Oh, so you're actually okay. almost pushing. So your one hand is inside the mm-hmm. vaginal walls near the G-spot, and the other hand's on the abdominal, on her tummy. Mm-hmm, right above pressing. the pubic bone, and uh-huh. you're just kind of almost pressing that tissue into your finger so it's increasing that sense of stimulation. Also, at that point, you can also kind of use your hand and, and stimulate the clitoris a little bit or just be moving the skin around the clitoral hood, and that is going to add some stimulation. Gotcha. I wish y'all could see Dr. Life. She looks like she's making sex biscuits <laughs> over here. <laughs> the very delicate, dainty sex biscuits. <laughs> Uh, well, that was fascinating. Thank you so much for coming in and talking with us about that. I'm sure there's going to be lots of questions. So send your questions anonymously. They will be answered to armormenshealth at gmail.com. And again, our website's armormenshealth.com. Call us during the week at 512-238-0762. And if you have questions specifically about sex biscuits, just let us know. Thanks, Dr. Light. Thank you. The Armor Men's Health Hour will be right back. If you have questions for Dr. Mystery, email him at armormenshealth at gmail.com. Oh,